3: You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ.
2: And a good Wednesday
4: afternoon. We got Dana down in Mississippi getting her uh, getting her vitamin D on.
3: Get my vitamin D on.
4: And you go down there and there's no sun. I know it's raining. Aww. It's
3: like cloudy, but I don't. I don't care. It's 60 stinks. degrees. I don't care. That stinks.
1: Winter time down there too.
3: That's right. It's winter down here
4: too. Yeah, but when it's winter down there, it's 60 degrees and raining. Typically. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, an Amish family had their horse and buggy stolen while they stopped at a Michigan Walmart, according to police. Oh, come See, the, on. This, this thieving is getting out of control. Now even the Amish. You don't want to mess with them. They'll find you. Uh,
5: the theft. <laughs> and how are the Amish going to find you, Sam? Have you seen those Amish shows? I, I I don't know if those are accurate depictions, but I wouldn't want to cross one of those families.
3: They're very crafty. The, the other question that we're missing, and then you can go on and read your story, is who would know how to even begin to guide a horse and buggy? It's not 1763. Giddy up. I, I liter- You've seen those things on the plaza. Yeah. I, I don't trust those things. I would not get in. I, 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 it's not my thing. But if I was going to steal one of those horse and buggy things, I, I would get in and not know what to do.
4: You say giddy up.
3: No, nah, I think it's more complicated than that, Scott. You say
4: yeah, yeah.
3: No, I think that's in the middle stand. And
4: movie then you stand. you smack their back with the with I, the reins. <laughs> the reins. Yeah, and, and, the and then they take mm-hmm. off. And yo, then what
3: do you do? How yo, do you stop yo, them? Yo. There there are things you need to know how to do to guide those things. I would not you know just how to press do it. the it, brake it. and, it, and you, they slow exactly.
5: down exactly. Is this suggesting that a stick shift is a better theft prevention mechanism for a vehicle <laughs> than a horse and buggy?
3: I I both. Did they find it, Scott? How is, how is this hard D- to D- track down? Dana,
5: they did find the stolen
4: horse and buggy <laughs> that night, and they arrested their suspect.
3: Uh-huh.
4: She is in custody. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: right. Why do I feel like meth was involved in
4: this decision? Well, I, I don't know. Uh, the horse was returned to the family along with the buggy following the incident. Police say the animal was unharmed. Uh, bl- 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 the suspect is in jail on charges of larceny. And larceny of livestock.
3: Oh, fart! Oh, larceny of livestock. They don't mm-hmm. mess around with that. No. you steal a cow around here. They don't mess around with that. Remember the rustling mm-hmm. case we had a couple of years ago? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I, I you would... imagine making that nine one one call? Well, who made the nine one one call? They don't have cell phones.
4: Can we get back to Sam's statement that uh, you don't mess with them? Them being the Amish,
1: because quote they'll get you. It sounds like Sam has had some run-ins.
3: I think he's talking about that stupid reality show. Yeah, like the Amish gangster show. I know what you're talking show. about, Sam. Yeah. Yes. That's what that's what I was referencing. How far? I want to know, Scott, how far did she get? It, uh, I don't it, know. It officer, she went that way. Follow the clip-clop, clip-clop. What,
5: what? Horses leave a trail. <laughs>
3: what did she just
5: Look for the hoof marks.
4: Look for the clip-clop, clip-clop. Um, it, it, Dana, it doesn't say how far away she got. Um, but the, the, the buggy and the horse were found the same evening. Okay. So I'm she didn't there. get far. I'm glad they got it back. Did By you way, hear?
3: I got it. Go ahead, Sam.
5: I was just going to say, according to the text line, those shows are fake, and I'm I, wrong.
3: I, yeah. Really? Um, <laughs> we're moving on. Uh, I had a friend today text me from downtown, across the street. There are police everywhere, and she says, oh, my gosh, there is something going on. Police have their guns drawn toward the Cosentinos the fancy grocery store downtown. Oh,
4: yes, I saw that store. hang so, on.
3: So this is like two hours ago. She goes, what is going on? And I get this photo, and it's all these police around Cosentino's. Mm-hmm. Kansas City police temporarily shut down the area near 13th and Main, this is from the Kansas City Star, after a man suspected of shoplifting, mm-hmm. then went all nuts, barricaded himself inside the store, and launched a standoff from the damn produce aisle. It was 9 a.m. Isn't that incredible? It was an off-duty police officer working security at Costantino's that saw this guy trying to shoplift. Officer intervened. Man freaked out and threatened the officer with, quote, a sharp object. Why don't they just say if it was a knife or a screwdriver? That drives me crazy. Then they called for backup, and then this standoff, and it went on. I think Marty texted me at, like, 11 a.m. This went on for a while.
4: And they got
3: him out, right? Negotiators had to be called. This was a full Op 100 Inside and outside of that grocery store, and yes, they were officers. Quote: used what they called less lethal options to make the man surrender. Okay, can,
4: can we stop? Uh, I agree. Dear Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, can can we just write a normal press release yes, we and not
3: rubber bulleted speak him and just tell us or, what he did, or
4: we tased him, or we beat him with our
3: batons,
4: or whatever, or a
1: flashbang?
3: Yes. The man was
1: taken
4: yeah. to
3: a hospital for medical evaluation. The crisis intervention team also responded to assist with, quote, possible mental health
4: issues. This, this is one of my greatest pet peeves in, in media here in town. And, and it's not that the police speak in those terms – but it's that the news media
3: does. Oh, no, the police definitely speak in those well, terms. I know they I've do. yelled I at them know, for it. No, no, I know. I know. <laughs> what's going on but on in the 47,000 block of East 27th. Well, right. Where is that? I, I know that the police
4: speak in those terms. What I'm saying is that what ends up happening is reporters get too close to the forest and they start speaking the same way. Yeah. Here, here's my biggest pet peeve. The alarm in came
3: in at 1,204. <laughs>
4: <laughs> police say that the driver suffered non-life-threatening injuries. You mean he's he's expected to survive? Yes. Or he's going to live? Yes. Just talk in English.
1: It's a pet peeve of mine as well.
4: The driver sustained non-life-threatening injuries.
3: What does that mean?
1: He fled on foot.
3: He ran away. He ran off. Right. The right. perpetrator. I love the, fleeing. I love the fleeing on foot versus an it scooter. Or the man
1: a... or the woman.
3: They, they yeah. apprehended him. Yes. They arrested him. Mm-hmm. Talk in English. Uh, I know you think I'm obsessed with the number of amputations that we are going to end up having after people went to that Chiefs game a couple weeks ago and did not cover their digits. Yes, I do. But I got confirmation today from one of the hospitals that one amputation is underway. So you feel vindicated? Yes. No, I don't feel vindicated. Remember they said, Sam, it was going to take two to three weeks before the amputations would start. And then one of the surgeons called in from HCA and said, quote, many a digit will be lost because people did not wear gloves and cover their extremities at that game. Why do you sound so is, excited? This she is does. the week. almost <laughs> oh does. Just, it's She's crazy. Like, I told you. I told you. You would people go are to a, a football game fingers. with ten fingers and toes and come back with, like, three. I think that that's worth mentioning. See,
4: I think you feel vindicated that people are losing digits.
5: Well, put gloves on. I mean, we did survive the battle with the cold. We went to war that day, okay, and so we I, won. D-
4: do not... You know that I, you guys you both know that I hate that.
1: Battling in the trenches oh, or or I it looks like a war zone
3: or play thumb wars or flip you off.
1: I'm just or saying there are ten. people
3: coming back from that game who are not going to be able to do that after this week. The, the fingers are coming off. <laughs>
1: okay. Would you keep it?
3: No not if it was black and shriveled and the tissue was dead. No.
1: Oh, Put you in mean a keep it after the they
3: amputated it? Why well, would you why would you keep anything that was
4: amputated from your body? Cuz it's, it's yours. mine. Gross! It's me. Not anymore. Well, it, I just point to you. it at, on the mantle. You know, I go up there and it I dust you it until
1: it I'm didn't like, want to be part of finger. you anymore,
3: and it had to be taken off. If it was your middle finger, would you walk around with yeah, it? Yeah, I probably would. I in probably the jar, <laughs> I had put an, on a
1: necklace. Gross. Yeah,
5: I had an extra tooth, and after I got it pulled, I kept it for like ten years.
3: Okay, that's gross. Teeth and are gross. Um, can we can we talk a little bit about the New Heights podcast? We're speaking of um, digits and nipples that are frozen. They finally well, talked. Who was Jason. talking about frozen nipples. Well, we are. Jason and Travis Kelsey finally talked about Jason ripping off his shirt at the last game. The first time he met Taylor and her family. By the way, it is on the New Heights podcast. This was the, wait. Well, this
4: was the first time they'd ever yes, met.
3: They, no. No. It, yes. It was the oh, first time gosh. they had met. Yes. Yes. So let's 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 try to keep it very low key. Hold my beer. And it's taken this amount of time for the next New Heights podcast to drop. And they get right into it. Travis is like, what were you doing?
4: Sam, do we have any of that?
3: He's going to bring it up. I was not prepared Matt.
4: but I will find it. No, okay. He's it, finding
3: it. And it, it's bleeped out. It's bleeped out. I've already watched it. It is so funny. So Jason
4: had never met uh, Taylor no, Swift
3: before? This was the first time. That, that's why Twitter just went nuts that night. Because they're like... Let's try to keep it low-key. We're meeting Taylor and her family. And the memes were all like, hold oh, my beer. <laughs> and my shirt. <laughs> I'm taking my shirt off. I'm going down into the stands. You can hold my I'm shirt. jumping back up like Spider-Man. <laughs> and then I'm not going to put my shirt back on. I don't There's know if we're going to have time. When you hear it, they refer to his chest area as his thermostats. Yeah, Scott. As his I'm sorry, thermostats? They do. It, both
4: you can tell how cold it is?
3: <laughs> it would not be my first choice because I also think that's an area that could be amputated. I'm sorry. Well, it could. You know, yeah. it's there's not a lot of, I don't know, what do you call that, Dan? Nerve endings that you need? Is that why your ears and your well, nose he go was, first? He
4: was also in a suite. Well, it's because not, it's very thin. I don't think he's worried about whether his nipples are getting amputated. He was in a suite. <laughs>
0: And it wasn't You celebrated that cold. my touchdown by taking off your shirt, screaming, jumping out of the suite, chucking a beer with the fans, then jumping back into the suite. I watched this, and it was pure pandemonium. Just pandemonium. Tell you what, man. If you don't run for president, this all is just going to go to waste. <laughs> this is all just... A, it looks like a political campaign. Stop. Stop. There's nothing political about this. This is just a man in his elements with his Bill's Mafia compadres <laughs> enjoying... The dead of winter that's what this is i wish i would have stayed out there longer to actually get my nipples hard enough your thermostats couldn't gauge how cold it was yet my thermostats <laughs> didn't regulate to the temperature There was not enough cameras on the suite where you could see Kylie, though. I wanted to see her reaction to all of this so bad. I'm not going to lie. I gave Kylie a heads up. The moment we got into the suite, I said, I'm (laughs) taking my shirt off and I'm jumping out of that suite. And she said, Jason, don't you dare. I was like, hey, it's letting you know what's happening. I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. (laughs) Once a Kelsey man's determined, there's no stopping him. And she was already (laughs) telling me to be on my best behavior because we were meeting Taylor. This is hilarious. I was like, Kylie, when I met you, the first day I met you, I was blacked out drunk and fell asleep at the bar. (laughs) This is part of the charm. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. I want to make my best first impression. This is my best chance. My best first impression is the worst impression ever. So I, ha- I could just build Set
4: from that, that bar, point nice on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
3: nice.
0: All
4: right, that's very funny.
1: He that's is, very funny. He is a national treasure.
3: Oh, God, they are funny. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm addicted to that. But if you told me two years ago. I would be addicted to a podcast about football. I would tell you, you were insane.
5: Now, he did go on to joke that he was 40 beers deep by that point, which oh sounds God. ridiculous, but considering his size, isn't out of the realm of possibility. 913 586 7798,
4: here on Dana and Parks.
1: No way!
4: That hypocrite smokes two packs a day. A story here from Good Morning America. Jon Stewart is returning to host The Daily Show. Oh. For one day per week through the election, a source confirming to ABC News, the news of Jon Stewart's return to hosting the show will begin on February 12th. I believe that is a Monday. That's
3: the show with no host that they just keep rotating mm-hmm. people in, correct? Yeah,
4: ever since uh, Trevor Noah left, uh, they f- either don't want to find a permanent host or can't find a permanent host, and so they're just rolling people in one week at a time. It's still funny. It's still a funny show. Uh, Stewart will also take on the role of executive producer. Uh, he's 61 years old. He left The Daily Show. Wow, he left The Daily Show nine years ago. It's hard to believe. After 16 years of hosting in that role, uh, I took over the show in 1999.
3: Huh. Do we want to have the awkward conversation about the movie Barbie talking about women's <laughs> empowerment and then Ken getting the only Oscar nod? We,
4: we, can, we certainly can have that discussion. Uh, if very quickly, if you'll allow me to tell you, we started American Nightmare last night.
3: Oh, back up. Yeah. Back up. So
4: we, we got Netflix. Uh, you know, this was
3: we, my run, drop what you are doing, do not walk, do not Google the case. Yeah. Watch American Nightmare. How many have you seen? There's Just, three. We only
4: got one. Uh, we only got three. Uh, we didn't even finish one, but we got most most of the way through episode one. It's very mm. good. It's very good. Mm. Really mm. good. So hopefully we'll finish that either tonight okay. or tomorrow
3: night. I need you to text me when you're through number two. Just text me. Okay. And it's going to be your jaw on the floor. Okay. Text me when you're done with number two. And then I have a run, do not walk, and we'll come back to Barbie after the break. Mom and I, down here in Biloxi, started watching that game show with Rob Lowe called The Floor last night. And a guy from KCK is still in the running for the final prize, which is $250,000. Scott, don't even ask me what the game's about. It's trivia. All you need to know is it's trivia. And two people go head-to-head with all kinds of different categories. Like one of the categories we watched last night was, um, and it was really hard, it was college teams. And I thought, oh, I'd be really good at that. But what they do is they put the words of the college up in front of you like University of Ohio. And then you have to come up with the mascot lightning fast. It wasn't like visual. Some of the categories are visual where it will show you a cereal box and you have mm-hmm. to name the cereal. I see. The one about college teams I thought was really hard because it, some of them were like, you know, not obviously if they said Indiana, I would know Hoosiers. Hoosiers. But to me, to look at the mascot and say the team name is easier than reading the team name and coming up with the mascot. Indiana State. I have no idea. Sycamores. Oh God, I would have no idea. I, I would go, oh God, are those coyotes or are those wolves? I would always be in the wheelhouse. Right, right. Like I'm really <laughs> bad with the SEC with like, you know what I mean? Right. And they only had one from the Big 12. But you and I have got to go on this show it is so addictive and you and I are good at trivia.
1: Welcome to the most epic game show ever created. This is the floor. 81 players will go head to head in a trivia duel. Serial bugs. Horror movies. The winner You've done it. takes control of their opponent's floor. I'm about
0: to turn it. Bring it on. I'm here to win some money.
2: $250,000.
1: So the more floor you conquer, the more of a target you become.
2: The biggest territory is on the line. I'm in danger. You do it's not so know a lot about tools. Let the duel begin. Okay,
3: yeah, one of the categories sounds, Scott, actually sounds pretty good. Was rock bands, but not the way you think. And then one one of my favorite categories, th- they'll say like, okay, you heard them say tools. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a picture of a hammer. Well, that's easy. You say hammer. But then they get harder. It, it, it starts going toward like level. I knew what the level was but there was one that I knew what it was, but you cannot come up with the name for it. Like a belt sander. You know what I mean? They get harder and harder and harder. Hmm. Oh, it is so good. And oh, Scott, one of the categories was horror. One was sci-fi. Why do you think you and I would be good on this show? Well, because some of the categories you're really good at and some of them you're not. So Sam, for sci-fi, they would show a photo of like 11 from what was that show
5: stranger things
3: stranger things so i would know her but then some of them were like i don't know stuff from star wars i had no idea
5: is it teams or are you competing individually head-to-head like i would pick you sam and then you
3: and i go head-to-head and then i would pick scott and scott and i go head-to-head it's i love trivia and i need to know around town where is there a trivia night and I don't mean oh, like play the song all, and the They do it at Tanner's car. all the time. I mean actual trivia. Because one of my girlfriends who lives on the East Coast says they have epic trivia nights all over town. Well, define define
4: epic trivia night versus well, like, what they're actual, doing. Well, like actual,
3: think like Trivial Pursuit or Jeopardy. I don't want the, you know. There's multiple companies your...
5: that travel around the yeah, city they, and do, they that. do that.
4: They do. They have companies come into like Tanner's and stuff and do them on like a Tuesday night. And. Um, you can go places. I mean, usually oh, we it's, have to find one. usually it's a nightclub
3: or a club. You know, one of the categories was cartoons, and you think you would be so good at cartoons? No. Think of all the cartoons on the Cartoon Network that you and I don't watch, adult cartoons. This was not like Smurfs. It was like cartoons I'd never even heard of were part of that category. Well, then
4: what's the point?
3: Who knows the most about the most things? 913-586-7798.
4: 586-7798-Sam Stevie the third. She is Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. Here on KMBZ. Call
0: from Mom.
1: Answer it. Call
0: silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
4: We try to do this every year when we recognize it on the calendar. Today is not just January 24th. Oh. <clears throat> Sam and Dana.
3: Did I miss an anniversary?
4: <laughs> no, you did not. That's actually <laughs> coming followers. up. In, uh, actually, our uh, 12th, we will move into our 13th year in one week. Good God. In one week. Okay. From today. I'm in. As a matter of fact, this, this show... This show enters its 13th year in one week. She just said she's in, like she has a choice. I
3: suppose. I'll stick around.
4: (laughs) Yes. Uh, But today is, and we like to honor this day every year, today is National Compliment Day.
3: Oh, it's National Compliment Day. I am waiting. Okay. Uh, I will start, and then Sam, you go, and then Scott, you go, and we'll just go around and around. Okay. Uh, Scott, I would like to compliment you on your face that does not look red anymore. It's more white, like the white guy that you're supposed to be.
5: Oh, are we doing backhanded ones? okay
3: no, you All look right. good. Apparently. I am proud of you. That uh, is my compliment. I
5: could hear Dan laughing
4: from the newsroom. <laughs> uh,
5: is it well, my I- turn?
3: I'm looking at you. It was the first thing I thought of. Go ahead, Sam. You're
5: you're saying that that sobriety (laughs) looks good on my
4: face.
3: It looks very good on you. I'm very proud of you. Thank you. I would like
5: to compliment you for turning down your phone when I asked you to mute yourself on the Zoom feed so that we can see each other. I meant you have to (laughs) mute your mic, not your end on the phone.
3: Scott, I do the same thing. It's fine.
5: These are underhanded
4: compliments, guys.
3: Okay. I've got an overhand one coming. Go ahead.
4: <clears throat> Dana, I would like to yes. compliment you on um, your ability to paint inside the lines. I, I think your paintings look good.
3: Thank you, Scott. I would like to compliment you on finding a hobby that you enjoy and sticking with it.
4: Thank you. You're welcome. This is getting awkward and feels <laughs> awkward.
3: Feels like we're struggling here. <laughs> Sam, I would like to compliment you on always pushing the correct buttons to get us on the air. That's not even true. That's not even
4: true. And never hey.
3: complaining when we ask you things like, can you show me how the printer works for the 96,000th time? Very good. Very good cool technology, that Thanks. Sam. I know. I really do appreciate it. I know my weaknesses. There aren't many of them, but I know the ones I got. hmm
4: Sam, any more, or should we just move on? I think we're good. Okay. <laughs>
3: Story here... We suck at National Compliment <laughs> Day. We suck at it.
4: Story here from the New York Post. An American Airlines plane was reportedly forced to return to the gate due to high wind. The high <laughs> wind... Nice. I didn't write it. I just read it. The high wind apparently was a disgruntled passenger smelly farts.
3: <laughs> Wait. What kind of... Was American Airlines?
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs> The big stink over the flatulent flyer unfolded. (laughs) Who wrote this? The the big stink over the flatulent flyer unfolded while a recent flight from Phoenix to Austin was still on the ground. Wow, that was some massive alliteration right there. It really was. (laughs) The big stink over the flatulent flyer unfolded while a recent flight from Phoenix to Austin was still on the ground. Quoting here. Okay. All, All right. Enough. He was excessively flatulent. Uh, Before most people had boarded, I observed that this man was audibly disgruntled about something, maybe hungover, rough day, I don't know. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling about something under his breath, like blanking hell or something. After the majority of passengers had boarded, the man reportedly exclaimed, You thought that was rude? Well, how about this?
3: (laughs) The term in the independence um, article literally says American Airlines passenger reportedly removed from flight after, quote, disgruntled flatulence. I've never heard that as a term, disgruntled flatulence. This was not, oops, I let it out. This was (laughs) disgruntled (laughs) flatulence. There was a purpose behind it.
5: He He was angry about it. He was. But how bad was it that they turned that plane around? Were these sulfur bombs? Um, I think most farts are.
3: Um, A fellow passenger began unpacking snacks and eating food. And then the same man who had just done what he did decided to loudly announce to the rest of the plane, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible at the same time. At that point, a person in a separate aisle replied, if you don't like it, fly private. <laughs> what is wrong? We, we at some point are going to lose the ability to fly commercial because the airlines are going to decide it's not worth it. Are I you think not that's allowed? half the reason the door flew off the other day. Are you not allowed to have a bad day gastrointestinally and get on a plane?
4: I think you are. if you announce
3: it before, no, not if you announce it before.
4: You're not allowed to pass gas on an airplane? Why not? Do I have to? I don't have to brush my teeth before I come on board. This
3: was, what's the word I'm looking for? Deliberate. This was beyond deliberate. It was, in fact, it was disgruntled flatulence. There's a term for it.
5: (laughs) Sounds like an aggressive decompression.
4: I
3: was delayed 15 oh, wow. to 30. Wow, really?
0: Yes.
5: What did you just say? Well, you remember the Alaskan Airlines flight had an aggressive decompression. <laughs> yes, it did. This guy okay. had his own aggressive decompression.
3: You know when I flew down here, uh I did pay a little bit extra to be closer to the front of the plane because I can't stand waiting on is, all the is, weird is people. Is that a take fancy way of saying
4: I, I paid for first class?
3: No. No, twenty dollars oh. to be like in the tenth row because I cannot stand it when it's time to get up oh. waiting on all the people that are like, Well, how was your day? So I will pay to avoid that. And so I happen to be closest this time to the upper front exit door. And I'm telling you, I looked at that thing four times. I was like, did we screw the bolts on today, Boeing? Because did you hear yesterday that the CEO of Alaska says they have found multiple. Well,
4: but those, are, those aren't the doors you're worried about. You're worried about the doors that are not supposed to be okay, open. But
3: they are also looking at all the doors, Scott. Yeah. Uh Alaska Airlines, I think it was the CEO on Twitter yesterday said, We have found multiple screws loose. And I did. I looked over at that thing and I thought, My God, what if something happens? I mean, we're I'm sure it won't now because they're all diligently rescrewing the screws that should have been screwed in the first place. You know, I've I've always wondered
4: where where are all of these bad actors on these planes? Captain. I've never seen one. No, I've have I've I've been on countless flights. Years ago, when we were coming back from London in 96 from our honeymoon, uh, Sean and I had a guy behind us who was a little aggressive, uh, but but he was no big deal. I mean, he was fine. He was just loud, drunk, and aggressive. And we just asked the stewardess to move him, and they moved him.
3: Um, But no, I I think now it's zero tolerance. And so if you are that guy that's just like, I'm just going to let one rip, they will say, uh, we are removing you from this flight.
4: I would almost be willing to pay extra. To be on a flight where a guy stands up and goes, "Oh, you thought that was rude? Wait for this."
3: Just because I think that would
5: be funny. He has some serious bowel control.
3: Oh no! We need to compliment it dis- his bowel it was control. Was disgruntled in nature. That's why he was removed from the flight. D- disgruntled as he about. Should have been. And, and did that, I not tell you and guys? And that's your mode of attack. Did I not tell you guys the last time I flew down here with my girlfriend? When was that? Like a couple months ago. Yeah. There was a woman in the TSA line with me at KCI flying out, by the way, she was probably 20 people behind me and she showed up at the airport, Scott wearing a a cross between a bra and a bikini with a very thin jacket covering her shoulder area. And she was a, uh, how do I say this? She was not a tiny woman and she was just out there for the entire world to see. And I'm all for being a woman and loving your body and doing what you want to do. But yeah. I, I said to my girlfriend, they are going to stop her. And they are going to deny her a seat on that plane because she was basically naked. I, I, I you,
4: Well, you know, then that's on her. I mean, I she, mean she knew that going to the airport, didn't she?
3: Tiny little bra thing and just hanging and I mean hanging out to the left to the right and I thought just just put a sweatshirt on for the flight they are going to flag you and then that's going to go viral and you're going to say I should be able to wear what I want and
4: you said she was a larger woman
3: oh my god Scott I literally said to my girlfriend if you were seated next to her one of her breasts would be in your lap
4: did she have a done lap where her Belly done, lapped over her. No, belt. I couldn't see wow. that because
3: she was so. La- she was a very, very large-breasted woman. And, 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 look, y- y- you. Yes, you can wear what you want, but I think they can also tell you you can't get on an airplane wearing that.
5: But that's then how we get the story about body shaming, and,
3: and see, I'm not trying to shame her, but like well, I'm not kidding you. One breast would be in seat 12, but, and the right one would but, be on me in seat 13. But, but, and I thought, why? Let that hang out for the world to see. You are inviting.
4: You 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 know the answer. Don't, you know the answer.
3: I think the answer is she wanted to see if someone would say something. That's exactly I, right. She because wanted it was attention. So over the top.
4: Yeah, she wanted to be called out so that she could get clicks by being body shamed at the air at the new Kansas City airport. That's what she wanted.
5: Okay, I have a serious question. Would you rather have five day bo guy or disgruntled flatulence guy? What's the difference? Because five days I guys, going to be
3: constant. Yeah. Th- yeah, it's going to be constant. You can taste that. <laughs> oh,
4: man, I could have done oh, without that. I'll take a short
3: burst all day long.
4: <laughs> I could have done without just that. Just get it out Ooh. and get it over with.
3: <laughs> Why is my mouth
5: so dry all of a sudden?
4: I <laughs> need a sip of water. 913 586 7798, 586 7798, here on Dane Parks. Somebody was listening to us do our uh, National Compliment Day a little while ago. Somebody (laughs) said, this is getting really awkward. (laughs) Well, it was. Um, And, yes, uh, a little inside baseball question here, but from 5533, I mentioned that Dane and I, at the end of uh, next week, will be entering into our 13th year together. Uh, Scott, how long did you do the show with Mike Shannon? When it was Shannon and Parks, uh, he and I did the show For six years, so uh, the way I read it, uh, after next week, the show enters its 19th year, 13th year with you and me. Wow. Uh, Netflix said it will soon be home to the WWE's most watched wrestling show as part of a multi-billion dollar deal that will see the streaming giant enter the ring to compete In covering live sports. Uh, First of all, let's not get carried away and call the WWE a sport. (laughs) Hey, you watch yourself. Oh,
3: hell.
5: Got to be really fit to be that good of an actor, okay?
4: Yes, I I understand. You have to be fit to be a lot of things that don't make you an athlete. Uh, You have to be fit to be in the Army. Being in the Army does not make you an athlete. The streaming giant is acquiring the rights to WWE Raw in a $5 billion deal to be paid out over 10 years as the wrestling group's contract with Comcast nears Mm. its expiration. Okay. Um, WWE will start on Netflix in January of 2025.
3: All right. Not my thing, but it's very popular. Uh, Why was Barbie snubbed for Best Actress and for Best uh, Director? Even Ryan Gosling, who got a nod for best actor, has said that is a unbelievable oversight. I don't even know what else to say. The other nominations I'm totally fine with. But the omission of those women. I, I saw this on Twitter last night and it said, I don't know if you were making a movie about a beaver. And and it goes on and on, and on to say that the whole thing has never been done before. You You, you nominate the beaver for the movie about the beaver. And they did not do that with her. Why? Well, let's be careful. I I
4: saw this story earlier today, too. I I had a couple of thoughts about it. Number one, just because, and I believe Barbie is nominated for Best Picture, if I'm not mistaken.
3: It is. And there's some grumbling that maybe that's why they did this, because it's going to get Best Picture.
4: Yeah. And so just because you're nominated for Best Picture does not mean your director automatically gets nominated for Best Director.
3: Well, Any more they than usually, they usually go hand in hand.
4: Did, did uh, when Rocky won Best Picture in 1977? I don't believe Sylvester Stallone got Best um, Director. That's your comparison. I can <laughs> compare anything to Rocky.
3: Rocky, uh, duh. okay. Try again. <laughs> uh, uh, it did come away with eight nominations total. Yeah, I mean, just uh, because it's
4: a huge and, and on a serious note, if I may, yeah, just for a second, yeah, just because it, it's like the biggest movie of the year. Does not mean it gets all the the awards for the year. And here is an example that I will stand by. In 2021, when Top Gun: Maverick came out, mm-hmm. everybody and their mother went to go see Top Gun: Maverick. I believe it was nominated. Don't giggle at me. I know.
3: Well, if that was never going to be Best Picture, that's a grab popcorn and but, enjoy but, but it and that's watch my it again. it was groundbreaking. It was the
4: biggest movie of the year, and yet it only got one nomination, and I believe that was for visual effects or soundtrack.
3: Uh, Oppenheimer is in there, as is the movie you uh, watched last night, Sam, The Holdovers. The Holdovers, yeah. Did you enjoy it?
5: Uh, I thought it was good. I thought the writing was a little. Hold
4: on. Hold off until. Hang on. I want to look into this with more than 40 seconds of time. All right. Because I'm actually thinking about watching that.
3: Well, because my mom said she couldn't get through it.
4: All right. Quick break here. Dan weinbub has got the news coming up in two minutes. Then we'll get Sam's a rare run or do not run. Uh, from Sam Slowly when we get back here on Dana and Parks. Ooh,
3: ooh. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at kmbz.com.